0: I know you miss me. This, this is, is the Ned and Josh Podcast. Ned and Josh Podcast. Ned and Josh Podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganus Edwards Johnson. Producer Michael is joining us in the studio this morning. Hello. Um, now, I've got a list here that has been released by Kellogg's. Um, I refuse to participate in the free plug they want for why they've released this list. No, I love Kellogg's. I'll, I'll come out and say a huge fan of Fruit Loops. Uh, I love two cans. Oh, okay, well, I'll favorite. Yeah. Uh, they've combined Nutrigrain and oak. So they're oh. doing like an old flavored Nutri-Grain. Oh, NutriGrain. So they're saying and, like, they brought two Aussie icons together. Yeah. Um, and so now they've done a bit of research, trying to find the top ten. I guess they've polled some people. The top ten most iconic Aussie duos. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. I've got a list. So I think these are here. people. So yeah. Bluey and Bandit, like you know that kind of thing. They're not yeah. on the list, but that. So it could be characters. Or celebrities, basically. But it's not things. Like, it couldn't be like Vegemite on no, toast. They don't movie. want to celebrate yeah. other food, I guess, because yeah, they're, <laughs> they're releasing fair, their own yeah, yeah, food. Yeah. I probably could yeah. have gotten there by myself if I'd thought about it for five seconds. But, okay, so do we have any thoughts right <laughs> now? now? Yeah, have I a have a bunch. Yeah, I have a bunch as well. okay. right. so I'm going to Let's, go, you, let's we, go one for one, yeah. Michael, and we'll see if we can get... You said you would reckon we will get three out of ten. I reckon right, you get three out of ten. Okay. Okay, Ned, you go first. Daryl Summers and Pluck a Duck. Okay. Uh, Kath and Kim. Yep. And they win. They're number one on the list. So 31% of respondents said Kath and Kim. Kath and Kim have been named the most iconic duo, the most iconic Australian duo. Let's Let's continue, though, because the rest of the list is ridiculous. B1 and B2. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is now would, you're starting to see why this list has me so frustrated. I would say they are arguably the Australian yeah, duo. But that's fine. You want to go they again, don't even Michael? Have names: Lisa and Jess, the Veronicas. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're on them. there. They're on there at yeah. number nine. They're the ninth I, most iconic okay. duo. Well, then, because I don't have any runs on the board yet, I'll say Hamish and Andy. Wow, okay. really? Right, this list, in ooh. my opinion, loses all credibility because it doesn't have Hamish and Andy on it. Like for us, for a whole. I'm going to say now three generations worth of Australians. If you think about an Australian duo, it's Hamish and Andy. It's Hamish and Andy. And they're they're not on the list Uh. Danny and Kylie. They are on the list. Oh, very cool. And, oh. and this is a sneaky one for Michael if he wants to help because that's six. That's Kylie's second entry yeah. on the Skulls list. Yeah, no, but no. yes, Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I still, Kylie Minogue point. and Jason Donovan are five and Kylie and Danny are six. So <laughs> her actual wild. sister <laughs> yeah. is less iconic <laughs> yeah. than Kylie and Jason Donovan. I think this list. Who else is on there? Because I'm done. Okay. I'm out of so guesses. Okay, so first. First is Kath and Kim, yeah, yeah. all right? So we've got that already. I'll go in reverse order now. Ten... Carl and Susan Kennedy. <laughs> oh, sure. I had to bring yeah, down, but I didn't two neighbors. The yeah. Veronica's a number nine, and this is even more egregious for the Hamish Machinity thing. Kyle and Jackie O are number eight. Nah. Ooh. Mr. Squiggle and Miss Pat are number seven. I did think there was gonna be some. I thought it was gonna be Humphrey B. Bear and someone. Kylie and Danny, Kylie and Jason. Number four, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness. I would argue oh. no. Would, number three yeah. is really gonna upset you then. Chris and Liam Hemsworth. I almost showed <laughs> down. Yeah. They've Brothers, yeah, like yeah. two people who are related. Yeah. Hemsworth brothers would be a thing. I would not... say I arguably the, the biggest Australian iconic duo is Chris and Liam's parents. Yeah, they <laughs> really they are. Produce nothing but Australian royalty. <laughs> Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban number two. Uh, they ran uh, out the list, oh, so Nicole right. and Keith probably deserve to be on there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah that's fair enough. But yeah. Hamish and Andy not being on there, yeah, no, that's wild. I do think the Australian pride of having Kylie on there twice. We're at least getting something right there. Yeah, yeah. just just queen things. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I tell you what should have been on there: the emu and the kangaroo are on the coins. They're on everything. That's a good point. What yeah. the, <laughs> no, what's the <laughs> hell, Josh? Um, I travel on planes quite a bit because I to get home to Tasmania, unless I want to get a boat, I've sort of got to get yep. on a plane. So, um, and I uh, make it quite often known that on this show I do not enjoy airlines. No, they they they're in a bit of a state at the moment. Yeah. You know, obviously covid decimated their workforce um, and now they're trying to hire people desperately back. Yes. So you got a you got a lot of complicated travel issues with a staff that's largely brand new. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going great. It's not going great, but it's also the problems I've had uh, or have are uh, problems I've had for years as well. So, look, I, whilst I understand COVID has made it really hard for ground stuff, the problems that I have with airlines have been around since, I don't know, 2016 when I was flying. Yep. Um, but something that I try to keep in mind is that it's never the people that I'm looking at's fault. No. It's never the person who's in front of me's fault. It's someone who gets paid $7 million a year and just makes decisions and goes... Yeah, that's fine, whatever, who cares? So I try to be as polite as I can to air t- flight or air travel staff, I should say. Um, there's been a list that's come out of the rudest things that passengers do um, that has been compiled by um, air attend- flight attendants. What about, before we get into this, what, did, do you, what do you think is the most unruly like route on a plane? I reckon um, if you think about it, you could get it. New Zealand Air travels, like, uh, the flight attendants on that have said what they think the, the, most unruly route is. I'd say Sydney to the Gold Coast for mm-hmm. me. Not a bad guess. Not it though. Is it is the Gold Coast. It's somewhere in Australia. Or to is somewhere else. The Gold Coast it. to Bali. No. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, Perth okay. to Bali. Perth to <laughs> yeah. Bali. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a very very yeah, short okay. flight. It's only mm-hmm. like three or four hours, and people really They're get into it. Ready apparently. to party. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. People going to Bali, Phuket from Perth. Apparently the most unruly ones. My sister used to fly Melbourne to Bali as part of her as part of her job. Um, That's, regularly she was yeah. a flight attendant, and she yeah actually she. did. <laughs> she did say people. Sound like people were right? ready for their holiday the second they got on the plane. <laughs> it's like I understand that you're very excited, but this. This There's is a lot of be, technology and safety involved in what we're doing right yeah, yeah, yeah. now. So let's everyone just chill for a moment. And also, <laughs> this seems like a good idea, but the second you land, you've got to check into a villa or get a taxi or a tuk-tuk or something in a language you may not speak. It's probably not a great idea to be super drunk on that. Um, all right, let's get through some of these. Let's see how many of them you do. So these are things that passengers do that flight attendants consider rude. Exactly right. Um, talking to flight attendants while they're eating. Like you've come up and stopped spoken to them while they've got like had a spare moment. No, and they just, I've never done that. I don't I think I might have done that, but I didn't even realise they were eating. Like they had their back to me and I just like have gone up the front. And I'm like, hey, sorry, excuse me. And they've turned around and they've got like a packet of chips on my arm. So sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But it just honestly, flight attendants do look like startled like yes. possums when to you like, catch oh. them eating. Because <laughs> yeah. I think they're supposed they're trying to do it really quick yes. between jobs. So. so I feel bad, but I will say I'll cop to that. I've done it before. Um I've never done this one, but touching them to get their attention. No. so as yeah, they no. walk past the a, like a tap on the shoulder yeah, or whatever. No. Never done that. Maybe they did that when I was like three. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> You just kind of think everyone's either mum or dad. I don't, any adult becomes yeah. a parent. I don't think these flight attendants are talking about children no, I think I, if you're yeah. a child and you did any of these, it's fine. Um, needing to use the bathroom the second the, the uh, seatbelt sign goes on. On so like when they're like, all right, guys, we're getting ready to land, and oh, then people being like, I need to use the toilet. I've I've had that happen to me, but I've never expressed it. Yeah, I'm just going well now. I have to hold it. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say the second it goes off because the amount of times no, 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 that's the fine. second it goes off, I'm up. Yeah, I'm up. Okay, um wearing headphones during a demonstration. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I get I it. That. I've done. I've flown hundreds of times. I understand what the, the proce- procedure no, Yeah, I absolutely do that. I do always make sure that at least during the during the demonstration, I make eye contact with the person doing the. Yeah, demonstration, maybe four or five times, just to let them know that yeah. I'm listening, but I'm not listening. That's one of the best things about having long hair is no one can tell if you have... Ear- earphone's, ear- in. earphones in or whatever and the final one trying to cram your bags under your seat when they obviously can't fit yeah that's and ridiculous then, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'd say I'd- the overhead bin is more is more the problem there too like trying to jam it in up yeah. the top mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I think just anything if you like to seem like you're causing a scene while trying to get your bags ready that's too much you know what I I think I'd find the most annoying as a flight attendant yeah. Um, if I was really just trying to pick a a, a bit of cabin behaviour yeah. that annoys me as a passenger, but it doesn't actually affect me, it just yeah. annoys me. When people come in with, like, a really big bag to fit in the overhead compartment, but they get on the plane way too late, yes. and the overhead compartments are all full, and then they just stand there like a child. Yeah. Like, like, just like, someone fix this problem that, that i created Travolta myself. Meme where yeah. he's, like, looking from side to yeah, side. Like, yeah. basically, as if to do a pantomime for the flight attendant of, come and help me. Yeah, I don't know what I've done, so but please what help. What you've done is you got on the plane way too, you've got a Footy bag <laughs> and you went, you know what, I'll wait till everyone else is on. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of room That'll for me. It out. Yeah. <laughs> Ned, um, there is a company that uh pick up rubbish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and their company name is Lord of the Bins. As in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. That's not they're, bad. I don't mind that. Being sued by Tolkien's <laughs> Tolkien like estate. Yeah, yeah, like the people who manage so. manage the intellectual property for Lord of the Rings, yeah, they're I, being sued. I can see that happening. Can you? I can see them suing. It doesn't seem like they... uh I mean, I don't like that they are, but they also... Are, I mean, I don't want to also get sued, but they're also quite a litigious estate. Yeah. Like, they are very much on top of who gets to make what when it comes to their, these characters and stuff. I don't think they're, like... They're not out there calling their drivers like Frodo bin baggins or anything like that. Like That's also very good. They're not doing anything like... It's just Lord of the Bins. Yeah. I would get into court if I was the if I was the lawyer for Lord of the Bins. I'd get in there and just go, it doesn't even rhyme. like Bin and fu- ring. Bin and rings. Doesn't even really rhyme. It sounds a little bit, but it, not really. Yeah. It's and more it, just like association than actual rhyming. I'd try and completely plead ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'd be literally like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. We are the Lord... Of getting the bins into this building. I try and convince, um, Actually, maybe you would even change your name to these, but I would try to convince them it was a parody of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, okay. Lord of... But if you could do something, fly around the bin, and... Because I feel like the uh, state of Lord of the Flies has a lot less legs to stand on than, like... It's not a multi-billion dollar franchise. Okay, this could get a little offensive, but let's just give it a try. Um, And I only want to do two accents, British and American, because I think that's where this company is, either in England or in America. Does it sound? Does it rhyme more with an accent? So, Lord of the Bins. If yeah. you do Lord, Lord of, of the, the Bins. Bins, Lord of the Bins, as opposed to Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Bins, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't really rhyme that well. Lord of the Bins and Lord of the Rings. That one rhymes a little bit better. And maybe they're English. Maybe England. this is in England. And they all speak with English accents in Lord of the Rings, so maybe it's oh. even more so when they say it in the show, it's like or well, in the movie, I suppose. This is why. And also no one says it in the movie. Kids, it's important to do your research before you start telling a story yeah. on the radio, because I wish I could give you an answer for where this is right now, yeah. but I'm doing this story off the top of my does head. does certainly maybe seem like it's Britain. Lord of the Bins, Lord of the Rings. We well, now you say Lord of the Rings. I did, actually. That's probably what the Lord of the Rings lawyers will do. They'll just start talking like they'll hire that guy as their lawyer. See? And case closed. There we go. Ned, uh, at the moment, Post Malone is in the country supporting the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, just before they go out on stage... Oh, no. Just doing a bit better. Yeah, I uh, I think it's very, very cool that like they got a such a big act to do their opening for them. But yeah, no, it's very funny to see a lot of people who are going to just see Post Malone and then are like, who are the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. What the hell is this about? That is quite strange, yeah. given they're one of the biggest bands in the world. But very similar phenomenon happened maybe about 10, 12 years ago when Kanye West supported U2. Yeah. Because it, but it kind of happened the other way around. I think the U two fans were like, "Who's this who, guy? Who is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Are we meant to be enjoying this or what? Look, I I am all for very, because when they do stadiums, I think they th- feel like the opening act needs to be pretty, yeah, huge, and that makes a lot of sense. Can't be like a local band or whatever. Post Malone though, you know, normally the the support band will stooge the you know, will get stooge by the main band when it comes to lighting setups. Yeah, and all. Post Malone's got a pretty cool setup. Yeah, he's and got he, like fireworks and yeah. smoke and looks really really cool. Um, which is why it's so confusing that he wore a $7 Bunnings Warehouse hat as yeah. part of his set-up um, the, uh, in his most recent show. This, to me, is unbelievably cool in the way that he's just gotten into Australian culture in a way that somebody's told someone him. Someone has told him. Somebody's, There's no way he yeah. figured this out There's himself. There's no way he worked this yeah. out himself. No, Somebody yeah. has gone, you know what, will get the fans on your side. You know what, everybody will be like, oh, Posty. Because yeah. he's done a shoey, hasn't he? He's, he's done, done a shoey, shoe-y yeah. as well, which I thought he did it out of his own shoe, but someone threw a shoe up. That's I would frank. only do a shoey if I did it out of my own shoe. Post Malone, and I mean this because I'm a fan of Post Malone, but yeah. Post Malone's general look, he looks like a guy who'd do a shoey out of a random That's shoe. That's fair enough. Yep. That is fair yep. enough. I will say he looks incredibly like a tradie straight after knockoff on Friday. Because yep. he's got this Bunnings hat on. Then he also is wearing an ACDC, just a T-shirt. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then it looks like he's wearing like tradie Khaki like shorts, Yep. like the cutoff shorts that you would see. He looks king Jean. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing him right now. Look at that. I'll show you a photo of him. Tell me that doesn't look like a guy who's headed straight for the pub. Yeah, he looks like he's going straight yeah. for the pokey. Look, yeah, he's got yeah, he has yeah. cool mm-hmm. shoes on. But if I didn't show you that and I told you he was just wearing blundstones, I think you'd also believe that. The as well. microphone's a bit of a thrower yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's he doing with that? <laughs> what's he announcing a meat raffle or and something? Thousands of dollars worth of lighting equipment true, behind him. True, true, still, true. He's he, very, very Australian in this. He looks Aussie as, and it's very interesting. To me, that obviously he's got a consultant. Yeah. And I want to know how do you get that job? How do you get the job to be the Australian uh, consultant for a major international act to Aussie them up? Yeah. Instead of, you know, how sometimes it shows they shoot confetti out. I would like to see his next show. He just like hands out a platter of fairy bread. He's like, all right, guys, everyone take one. (laughs) Pass it round. Here's the tray. Be careful, all right? It's margarine, not butter. Don't worry. It's fine. I. I would love this job because I've seen this done very badly before, and I'm going to get a very specific example out of the way right now, okay? Mm. Um, There was a situation where uh, what happened was uh, I've seen a sports a sports team be referenced by a wrestler at a WWE show trying to get people to cheer but yeah. the sports team that was referenced was Collingwood. Right. Now if you know anything about AFL yeah. it's kind of like saying in the NRL the Manly Sea Eagles. Like you know they've got obviously a huge fan base but everyone else hates them. It's, so not, a, it's not like a, an easy entry team yeah. and no one's just going like you know what I kind of go for Collingwood. People who love Collingwood yeah. cheered yeah. and everyone else booed. It's I was like you, you picked the wrong team guys. Yeah, picked you the wrong really team. need to sort it out. They got a bad Aussie correspondence. Correspondent. Correspondent, consultant. That's what you need. I want this job. I want to do it better than I've seen it done. don't think I can reach the pinnacle of whoever Post Malone's got. Uh, No, Post Malone's got someone good. He might just be friends (laughs) with a tradie. That might be how this is working. Josh, um, I have a date this Friday that is outside. It's going to be outside. It's going to be also in the afternoon. So Mm -hmm. um, I have done the smart, forward-thinking thing of looking up the weather and what it's looking like for Friday, and unfortunately... Not great in the afternoon. Well, you know, the bonus of that is... It's raining. Ned. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it won't be. Okay, <laughs> right. There's really so few of us that really can ever be. It might be a light drizzle of Ned. That might be about it. Gross. Yeah, that was foul. That was really... God, I hope my parents aren't listening right now. I don't know why I also said that. They never, they never listen. So, um, but yeah, I hope no one's listening. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if this is just you and I right now, that would be fine. No, so I've got this date on Friday that's going to be outside. So it is going to kind of be weather conscious. Um, When I realised that it might rain and thunderstorm Friday afternoon, I sent the person I'm going on a date with a message just going, hey, look, it's not... I don't know what's going to happen. I very much am obviously still wanting to commit to this date. Hedging your bets. Just so you know, it's going to probably rain and thunderstorm. So we're going to have a plan B. She's come back with... Here is... What about this is like a backup plan of a date that essentially will revolve around sitting on a balcony, watching movies and playing Mario Kart on like a projector. It's a better date. It is a. But now I'm faced. That's exactly what my predicament is. Now I'm faced with the weird, uh, weird situation of wanting my backup date more than I want the actual date. Mm. Mm. How do I get it to? She playing the backup date. She's obviously she, playing the backup. Yeah, date. she was just like, we can do this, and I was like, that sounds great. And now so I'm sort of. Canberra, like, if you could just let me and my friend talk for a second. Well, here. as we said before, hopefully no one's yeah, listening. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think, like, maybe yeah. a good thing moving forward to do yes. would be to plan a really ordinary date yeah. and then just wait for her to swoop in with the backup date? Because oh, she's I... obviously better at this than you. Yeah. So maybe you just pretend to plan a date yeah. all the time, only for her to come up with a much better idea. Yeah, yeah. And then you just do that. Because this is just you and I talking, yeah, obviously, listen. it's just you and I, no one else is listening. I'll. Do a little confessional. Went on a date, sort of date day on Sunday. Yep. And I didn't tell her where we were going. And then when I was like, Where do you think we're going? And she was like, Here. And I was like, Yep. And I just started, I just That's agreed to everywhere so she was saying. Clever. I was like, it's think like we're totally going? what she's yeah. Hoping, yeah. hoping for and guessing. Yeah. yeah. I was very like, very Where clever. do you think we're going? She's like, Messina. I was like, Yep. <laughs> and I was like, what do you think we're going after this? And she was like, To the park. And I was like, Yep. I was like, you, you manifest your own destiny and I'll Ladies just be here spent, for it. Has, that's a very clever yeah, idea. I wish people were listening to it. That's yeah, honestly yeah, maybe no. one of the smartest things I've ever thought of. Certainly. <laughs> certainly under no circumstances, I hope my girlfriend's <laughs> listening to this because that's a technique I think I want to use. Yeah, it's a hope like, to you, Choose your own adventure. Yeah, it also works incredibly well. Even, honestly, even better for, for dinner. If you can't yeah. figure out what you want for dinner, be like, what do you... Well, yeah, because no, well, g- no one's listening, yeah, this is really self-indulgent. I'm going lie. to not give you your flowers and say, I know you stole this. I stole the internet, I i seen it's this suggestion when you say yeah. where would you like to go for dinner and then just wherever they answer that's where you go I've, I'll also I've heard say, that because this yeah. is like gives me kudos but also makes me sound like an idiot I kind of didn't think of the internet thing I just started agreeing to it before yeah. I realised what was happening Smart on Sunday so by the time I realised what I was doing I was like oh yeah like the internet thing <laughs> I was listening well, so to you works. being a, a great boyfriend trying to think of like oh, this is a cool idea yeah. or this is that and you just being hung over me being super and too super lazy. Lazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh, um, there is a new fine that people are talking about. Now, I don't think it's in in, in any circles where anything can be done about it, but it's certainly getting a lot of traction on the internet. Oh, wow. So (laughs) take this with a grain of salt. But also, I think it's something that should be certainly looked into. Looked into. It's a fine that potentially would see cyclists... Copping a bit of a fine now in the ACT, they already you already get a fine if you're not wearing a helmet, if you're speeding, if you're carrying someone else on your bike, if you and if you've got no hands on your handlebars, along with a myriad of other things. But mm-hmm. they're like the big ones. You get a hundred and thirty-two dollar fine for okay. those things. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd also. I'd be, I don't know this is probably why I'd be a bad police officer, but I'd be sort of impressed if I saw someone on a bike speeding. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Is it a different speed limit or is it the same one? If someone was going down a sure G- bike- GDE at 80 kilometers an hour. I think it's the same speed limit. That would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredibly dangerous. It would be incredibly dangerous. I can see why they're handing out fines, but I would be somewhat impressed if someone flew past me on a bike. Um, the fine that people are talking about at the moment is. Handing out fines to cyclists if they are on the road when there is a cyclist path readily available to them. Could not be more on board with this. Taking up the road when could not be more the on road board with this. has been allotted to them yeah. in a very specific part. I could not be more, more on board with this and it because I think I don't even think of like the classic... I mean, sure, it's there. Yeah. Cyclists can be annoying. Um, but what I actually think about is just pure safety. Yes. Like, I am a frequent every morning basically when I stay at carries, I have to go through Lady Demon Drive on the way to work. Yeah. So I go through Lady Demon Drive at five A. M. There's kangaroos. There's it's the fact that occasionally there's cyclists yeah. riding two abreast on a very dark, very uh off the beaten track road yeah. when there's a full bitumen bike path, yeah. like beautiful bike path right next to the road. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't get it. I'm like, you guys, yeah. for your own safety, should go onto that road. Maybe it's like hitting, hitting the actual tarmac. Maybe that makes you, that feels good but or it's something. The, but it's, it's like, the same surface. Yeah, that's. I don't get it, and it's also it's like we like built bike it. Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it makes me because my dad's a cyclist, and um, he uses. I think I would hope. I, would, I don't, I'll be honest. I've never really actually seen him ride his bike. He might not be doing he it. He just at enjoys all. the lycra. <laughs> but uh, which is yeah. a theory I have for several it's older gentlemen I see in cafes on the weekend. Yeah. And I'm like you guys just like wearing this. You're a bit of a. I don't think there was even a bike here. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on here? Where's your bike? Oh, it's at home. I just <laughs> walked to the shop like this. Um, I, I I turned 75 and went nothing but bike <laughs> shorts. Yeah, That's is, what I'm going to be doing. This is it for me. This is it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't. I don't know. I, it's it's the closest I come to being like you're being arrogant when they're on the oh, road yeah. and like you said, riding to abreast. So you're actually on the road. It's like this is not a shared. Zone for us. I saw, and this is this would even upset cyclists, I'm certain. Yeah. Like people listening to this going, Oh, come on, boys, ease up. Uh, this would annoy you. On Lady Devon Drive, so no street lights. Five AM. Guy was riding a, like he was clipped in, like yeah, full yeah, on yeah. This road bike, no lights. No like high vis no, gear and no high vis gear, yeah. just normal normal bike gear and a helmet, but no yeah. lights. Like not even a flashing red light to let yeah. me know he was there. I'm like, this is just silly when there's a bike path next to you. So this fine, all for it. I think this is a great idea. Maybe the lycra makes them think they are like superheroes. They're like Daredevil. Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. look at me. I have to put on my cool little superhero yeah. outfit and I get to go out on my bike. So I don't, I don't think there's trust a lot me. Of, that's not how it's going to work. When I saw this guy yeah. at five a.m. with no lights on his bike, I can assure you, I don't think there's a lot of thinking going on. Yeah. I don't oh, think Batman! This guy, what are you doing here? This guy did not have <laughs> a lot of thinking going on. <laughs> Ned. Getting criticism from a loved one is difficult under any circumstances. Well, it I mean, can, it, it, sort of, but it can also be good because you're like, well, this has come from a place of love, so they're obviously telling me because they want to improve my life. Um, this didn't come from a place of love. Okay. <laughs> this came from a place of, unfortunately, in my relationship, one of us does a, what could be considered a form of media. And yeah. the other can occasionally consume that form of media and yes. criticise it like it was just any other form of media, forgetting yes. that one half of the relationship does that. Yeah. And that's... The so criticism when you criticise it like you're just watching a TV show or listening to yeah. a radio show... This isn't Google Box. Like I, I made it, so it hurts, <laughs> yeah. hurts my feelings. Correct. Carrie didn't really take that into consideration yesterday when she dished out some criticism based on the radio show that she was listening to by the name of Ned and Josh, Mm. forgetting that she was dating the Josh part of it. Like, Mm. it's a little bit rough to just start handing out some criticism. Now... Carrie knows I'm telling this story and wanted me, this is probably criticism even of itself, mm. to preface this by saying she only heard seven minutes of it and yeah. the only reason she heard it was because it, it was on the radio between phone calls in her car. What um What time are we talking about? Seven minutes what The when? last part of the show. <laughs> the so last, last really seven minutes out. of the show. Yeah, okay, good. All right, what you said. I think I want to invite producer Michael into this point. To see if if either of you can guess what she might have said, this is because we're really going to be stretching. Uh, what did we do in the last seven yeah, minutes? I, of... I can't remember. So we what... did the ad free fifty game yesterday. Yeah. So and she we heard also, that. and we also revealed the results of how many donuts people think yeah. they should be eating in a sitting. Right. Right. It's got to be something about the donuts, I would imagine. No. Really. Really. It, is, it involves that talk break, but it wasn't. It wasn't about the content necessarily. Hmm. I have no idea. I really have no is, idea what this mm, is. You're asking me. I mean, I didn't know. I couldn't remember what was on the show yesterday, so... Is she critiquing the amount of donuts that you would prefer to have? No, in this no as, as I said, not nothing, to do nothing. nothing to do with donuts. Nothing, nothing you know to do with donuts at all? Last, yeah, because maybe she was like, maybe eat more like Med, where he didn't have any donuts <laughs> While we were three. at dinner, while we were on a date, while we were at dinner that I had just paid for, my girlfriend, who supposedly loves me, said... A lot of drum roll sound effects in the show. Disagree. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, I think I like them. I think you like yeah. the drum roll. I thought you were going to. I said to Carrie last night, I'm like, yeah. Ned is going to love this. Because no. Ned does not, I think, like the sound effects we use a lot of the time. I think that you think. I think it used to be. Uh, and look, this is years and years ago, so you can't get mad about me. There's statute of limitations yeah. in hurt feelings, I'm supposing. But uh, yeah, there used to be uh, a lot more, and they were a lot less funny. <laughs> So if Carrie's coming to you, if Carrie's coming to you now going, oh, this is awful, this yeah, sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, trust me, we've gone through a process. <laughs> if, you think, if you think it's bad, this is like, yeah, this is like hearing from your current girlfriend. If I was your ex-girlfriend, hearing from your current girlfriend how you're still lazy, whatever, when you used to not dress yourself. Yeah. It's like, uh, trust me, uh, I've taken him through it. We've oh. gone through this. Okay. So you're saying I think it's good. the I think level that... of sound effect usage is appropriate now. And the sound it's effects not are a, good as well. Okay. Okay, all right then, very good. That hasn't always been the case. She said that there were too many drum rolls, and I I said, how many were there? And she said, two. And I went, so that's that's too many. She went, you know, there was one at the end of the donut thing, and there was one at the ad-free 50 game thing. And I was like, okay... She's like, it's a two. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's too many drum rolls. Nah. <laughs> if she's saying that, the, that both those things didn't warrant a drum roll, mm-hmm. that's something I could listen to. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of how many there were in a break, two is way under quota. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. I'll take this on board. And anyone who happens to know my girlfriend in real life never played the drums around her, apparently. So <laughs> it's a huge, huge sticking point. Ned yeah. uh, took Carrie to Verity Lane last night. We just had like, a little meal down there. Oh, nice. Um, she's from South Africa, and they've got like, a South African street food thing at Verity Lane right now, which is very, very cool. Um, and I had super bow. <laughs> super bow? You do love super bow? I do love super bow. As a matter of fact, you told me it. like, do you want to I... join me in the South yeah. African street food? I was like, no, I'm going to have some super bow, yeah, but yeah. thank you for offering. <laughs> That's why I came to Verity Lane. There's options. I am uh, getting closer to my uh, first... Uh, Valentine's Day in a while where I'm dating someone, and I asked you what I should do, and you said take them to Super Bowl. <laughs> which is not a bad idea. Super Bowl doing it's like a Valentine's not, yeah. Day banquet thing. Yeah. It's like ninety eight dollars a person. Yeah, it's I funny. know this because I looked into it and went, that's not enough money for two years of dating, yeah, so I need yeah, to go yeah, somewhere else. Honestly, and for me, maybe it's too li- It's too much for <laughs> you need a sweet spot. zero amount. to well, McDonald's time is <laughs> too little. <laughs> okay, so there so, you so I'm you going going. Between McDonald's and Super Bowl. I very good, good, I good love Super Anyway, the point has actually nothing to do with what we ate, but what we saw, because we saw a motorcade drive past last night. Right, okay. Yeah, Northbourne. Did you now, know who it was? I'm actually not 100% sure who it was. There's all sorts of rumours going around about which world leaders are here. Yeah. Um, Anthony Albanese is meeting with world leaders today. New Zealand Prime Minister was here yesterday. Yep. I'm just sort of sitting here going, hang on, who that could, could have be? been pretty much anyone. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I also thought to myself in that exact moment, because I said to Carrie, I was like, whoa, that was pretty cool. She's like, oh, yeah, happens. And Carrie's like lived here for 20 years. I've only lived here for five. Yeah. Oh, it's my first motorcade. Yeah. It was my first, like, living Stop in the capital, down, city of have a, a look. capital city of Australia motorcade. How many cars were behind it? So, there was a bunch of police cars, a bunch of police motorbikes, and then I think there were probably four, like, there were good, like, Mercedes-Benz, black Mercedes-Benz yeah. cars. There was probably, like, three of them. Yeah. And then, like, four vans followed behind. Wow. Okay. So, it's a I think a full setup. It was a full setup. But it's certainly not your Biden-level 27-car yeah, the... <laughs> type situation. Yeah, it's probably not the leader of the free world. But it was interesting, and I I thought to myself, good on that world leader, whoever yeah. they are, because yep. they're getting the full Canberra experience. What, traffic? Yep. I they're think... on Northbourne. Yeah. They're on Northbourne, stopping every eight seconds for traffic lights. I'll tell you what, they absolutely, the motorcade um, also went through the the, tra- uh, the roadworks that yeah, are up on yeah, Capitol yeah. Hill. Yeah. They went through those roadworks right now. Yeah. They're like, something's got to be done about this. You know what the best part about this for me, though, is? Mm. And I think it's about time that everyone faced the same kind of consequences. Whoever this was, if it was the New Zealand Prime Minister, we can we know where to send it. They absolutely went through the speed camera at Northbourne at way more than forty kilometres an hour. Yeah, yeah, who's going to be paying that? Yeah, who's going to be what paying that? What country will be paying For us every that? single <laughs> car that went through? I want corporate level speeding fines. All right, corporate speeding fines. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. 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 Canberra region workers' compensation specialists: Malagunas, Edwards, Johnson. Canberra's hit one hundred. 4.7.